1: we're going to talk skis today with Chase. There's a specific <laughs> ski that...
0: Should that be like Tuesdays? Tuesday's chat with s- skis? Chase. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> chat with... Yeah, I don't know. Chat,
2: Chase's chat with skis. Yeah. About skis. I don't know. Skis. They're cool. They're good. <laughs> we
1: yeah. should probably have these conversations before we hit record. Yeah, just
2: saying. <laughs> it's more raw. Yeah, more, it's what, yeah. It's what the people want. It's what the people want. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're talking skis, Chase. Yes, so Volet, the very famous French, not, not French. Salt Lake City Ski Company. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I love Volé, and I definitely, I think if you're in Utah, you've heard of them. I don't know. I, I had no idea who Volé was until I started working in the industry. And I started to get to know them better. Um, I would call them a boutique brand, would you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, anyways, Volé. if you're not familiar with them, um, all handmade here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, They released a new ski this year called the Manti. If you look the Manti up, it is very hard to find much information on it because it's new. doesn't have a lot of... um, Reviews or anything like that, I did get the Backcountry Magazine Editor's Choice, and I'm sure before too long, it'll have the Wild Snow ski choice of some sort (laughs) because they love Volay as as they should. So I haven't had a lot of experience on volets. I skied an old pair of V6s three or four years ago as a demo ski. Um, I like the skis. Anyways, I didn't have a lot of experience, I was excited to try this new Manti. Um, We got the Manti they're calling their Quiver Killer Ski, which is always a bold statement to make about any ski, right? Um, Depending on the waist width or depending on the length of the ski, it's going to run anywhere between 102 at a 171 length up to a 105 at a 186 length. I demoed a pair on Monday in the 181 length, so it was 104 waist. So, a great quiver killer if you are in Utah um, or the Rocky Mountain area. A little bit softer snow. If you're in California, maybe pee in the Pacific Northwest or East Coast. might be a little wide for a quiver killer ski, but I think it's an incredible quiver killer for Utah and the Rocky Mountains. Um, I did two laps with it Monday morning and absolutely loved the ski. Um, I think we can all probably agree that... If the ski is wide enough and it has enough rocker, it'll float. It'll ski powder. It's not that hard to make a good powder ski. But what's really hard and what I think companies are working to do now is create a powder ski that can also carve, um, that can deal with boilerplate, that can deal with really nasty conditions. That's what separates a ski. So one of my favorite things to do is to take these powder skis and these um, skis that you know are going to float fine and ride them on groomers at snow basin, charge them on hard pack. Um, cause I think that's where you can really tell if a ski is going to perform when you need it to perform. Um, so I took this up Monday morning. It was, it was cold. The snow is really hard. Um, it was either Monday or Tuesday when I was up there, it was like 12 degrees at the base. So I don't remember if it, but anyways, both days were pretty cold. The snow was really hard. It was, it was ice And that ski freaking ripped. It preferred. Like, they're light. They come in um, at, for the pair, 3.48 kilograms, 7 pounds, 11 ounces. Um, Wow, that is light for its size.
1: Pretty light. Yeah, it's 1,700 grams a A ski. ski. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty
2: dang light, right? Yeah. They weigh half what my backcountry skis do right now. And... So I, I fully expected the ski to chatter and to to kind of wiggle around, um, probably not have the most effective edge, but I was I was laying turns that were, uh, I mean I'm sure they they probably from a camera they probably looked incredible. And, uh, <laughs> of course, they, I'm sure. I I'm mean, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone hiking up was like, I would expect Whoa, nothing else. Who is that? So, right. little do they know, I was on some backcountry volleys, um, but no, they I mean. They're really easy to get up on edge. Um, do you very, ever get sick of that, by yeah. the way?
0: I'm easy to get on edge, too, but that's <laughs> another <laughs> do you ever story. Get, do
1: you ever get sick of that, though? Like, people always being like, oh, my gosh, Chase, you are just such a good skier. I love it.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's I hard. Bet. It's hard to walk around
1: it's funny, when I never people heard that.
2: know who you are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. No, I I get it. No, that's I, from I your had, podcast fame, I had though. decades of... <laughs> Decades. decades of that but <laughs> thank, thank goodness i've stayed in the back country and stayed away from that yeah right. prying not
2: all of us are so lucky
0: gosh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> anyways um all right sorry no but, but you were when you came in the next day you were like man if i had if i had one choice i I really like that ski. With that I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You're supposed to be on Icelandics 24 7, no matter what. And and I am. Yeah.
2: Um, And And you love them. I do love my Icelandics. Like, don't get me wrong. And I think, I definitely will say Icelandic is going to be a more durable ski than these volets. Mm. They're all Icelandics are also more expensive and they're heavier. So it's like you you pick and choose what you want. If you want, uh, yeah, you just, you got to. And like, the uh personally I don't think the capped construction that volley uses is it's just not as durable of a construction as a sandwich right. construction is so that I mean there's that but it's again, also a little more lively it is you're also getting a ski for this thing's under 700 bucks for a ski that weighs seven 1700 grams per ski like you're a bang 105 your, waste one, 10 yeah 104 you're bang for your buck on volley is one of the best in the industry i would say Yep. um and they you, you don't compromise performance i mean from this man it it held an edge so incredibly well um it was very stable at high speeds you can it's snappy so you can i mean you can do quick but, short turns if you need to which is pretty important in the backcountry you get into a sticky situation you you need to be able to turn your ski on a dime but then when you get into some long big slopes with maybe more boilerplate or spring corn or something, and you want to make big turns, the thing's stable and it'll hold an edge really well. Um, I only skied 4,000 vert with it, 4,700 vert. So, I mean, I don't have this really extensive, long review, but from what I skied on it, like, I was very, very impressed. Um, My go-to backcountry ski right now is the Icelandic Natural 101. And I do have to say I love the 101, and I think the is going to break trail a little bit better. The way that the 101's, know, like, shovel is, I think it's going to ski powder a little bit better. But that Volet has a better effective edge. I definitely think it does. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. I think it's an easier ski to ski on than the Natural.
1: Would you say the Natural, <clears throat> uh, does it have a, a longer rise and a more pronounced shovel on the front I think so but I mean this has an early nice yeah it's it's pretty good there I just think um you know you look at like the natural the shape of the natural is very similar to like the DPS uh whalers totally stuff the shape of it's very similar and there's so many people that just rave about that shape of ski Mm -hmm. um but I find that that shape of ski is really good for everything except for really fast carving like it's it floats well it's it's uh, forgiving and crud and stuff like that but uh carving fast is is
2: not the best because it it tends to chatter more and stuff and i don't <clears throat> i would agree for sure i do think that i could go faster on these volets than i can on my naturals uh-huh. um I, the naturals i don't i don't feel like my naturals shake a lot in the tip but I just think the way that that tip is built, you, when you put it on edge, you're not getting much contact up front. Right. Um, where you're getting more contact, and I don't know if it comes down to the camber. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know enough about skis to know, like, oh, well, this has this diameter, so that's going to make it ski like this. I'm not that techie. But having skied both of them, um, I, I it it is exactly like you said, the DPS and that that Icelandic shape um it just it, it's great but I think if I was to get one ski to ski at the resort and in the backcountry I'd probably look into like the Icelandic Nomad 105 Lite or this Volet that's a little I think it's a little more versatile honestly would you
1: would you say I mean you didn't get to ski powder in it and stuff like that so you we really wouldn't know exactly how it skis but as far as what you felt, the responsiveness and various conditions and stuff, would you say that's just like ideal in all conditions almost? I would say,
2: yeah, yeah. Like especially for Utah, 104. Personally, I think your quiver killer ski, 104 is like really as wide as you wanna go. Right. Getting much wider than that, especially in spring skiing, you're just carrying extra weight. Right. Um, it's a larger ski. You don't need really much above a 95 waisted ski um, in spring so yes in utah i think it is definitely a quiver killer um i wouldn't i just personally my old backcountry skis were 106 and i thought for an everyday ski i wanted to go a little narrower so now i'm in a 101 um and i think it's a perfect so i wouldn't go much wider than that but i do think if you only have one ski and you want to have fun in the powder as well as be able to rip um harder snow i think it's definitely suitable nice well that's i want to ski that ski
1: now do we we have demos at Do we the have shop. demos yep. of that one? We've
2: got six demo pairs on on tech findings. Yep. Their Dina fit rotation. Also nice.
0: um the Snow Basin ski team is going to do a full moon um hike up hike tour, ski snow tour up uh, snow basin. When is that? Um yeah. I don't know. January twenty eighth. Okay. That's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And we'll have our demo fleet up there. And so if someone wants to man, I just I'm just thinking about this. What if like a hundred people come <laughs> want to try. We only, what do we have? Six pairs. You got six pairs. Six Literally. pairs. It's like a first come first serve. So, come on over to the Gear Thirty booth, um and we'll have some touring packages that you can demo for that night. Should mm-hmm. be cool. And
2: we'll have the Dinafit uh, Hoji Free One Tens boot to demo if you want to take those out. You nice have a, pretty,
0: a decent size run. Oh yeah, we got sweet twenty twenty two point
2: five up to thirty point five or thirty one point. Yeah, that's sweet. That's so, a good as
0: deal. long as like. Two of the five people don't have the exact same boot size. Well, we, have, we have doubles of we size. We have doubles? Wow. So we're good.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> when did we get so rich, huh? This
0: my first rodeo. Wow. All right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's sweet. So I, I will say, for those that are listening that may join us, uh, don't judge that boot by the first hike. Definitely don't. <laughs> because that boot... Um, I, I know multiple people now who've had that boot and were just like questioning it after hike number one or hike number two, just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And by hike number five, they're like, this is the best boot I've ever had.
2: I'm so. a prime example of
1: that.
0: Well, and that's weird because it being like a demo boot, it's going to have different feet in it. So, right. Yeah. And
2: they are, I mean, I think only one pair has been taken out. So they are new. They are oh, brand wow. new boots. So they haven't wow. been packed out. Um, but yeah. Which is good and down. bad. Yeah.
1: Good that, Hey, you get to hike in a brand new boot bad that Hey, packing it out actually kind of helps. That's up to comfort. you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I'll tell you what, there's not a ski, a boot out there that I know of that hikes and skis
2: as well in one package. Is that OG? Yeah. So good. That's, that's so true. And like, I gotta say, I'm very impressed with this Manti. I think it's going to be a, I think it's a home run for Volet. Um, and I'm, I'm sure in the next couple of years, they will make it in a hyper, um, so a lot lighter weight. And I don't know, maybe they won't, but it seems like most of their skis they develop in the, the uh, next upcoming years, they... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop showing means, we're podcasting. Um, I can't see that. But far. most
2: of their skis they come out with... I mean, I can see that far, but I can't see that.
1: Far. You know, the Bernie Sanders thing that's... The oh, my God, they're... Photoshopped it's or whatever. Yeah, that's nah, got to... It's a gift. Is point. he skiing? No, he's oh. sitting in hell. <laughs> <What the? laughs> he's sitting. It's uh, uh, from the, the movie Hercules. He's down in hell with Hades, sitting next to Hades.
0: But he's warm. He's got nice clothes on. <laughs> yeah, he's mm-hmm. got all of his cold yeah, clothes on. Those buddies.
1: repurposed mittens, man. Yeah, so anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny.
0: Well, that was funny. Anyway. Vale. Voila. Voila. Okay, man. Yeah. Thanks. The mant—that's the Mantili, right?
2: Mant. Yep. The mant. The Mantili. The Manti. Uh, it's a great ski. Definitely has, for what its worth, has the Chase stamp of approval on it. I really enjoyed it. We've sold a couple of pairs this year. I have yet to hear feedback from our customers, but no complaints yet. So, I'm excited. It's. I think it's a great ski.
0: We actually. The only complaint
2: I have with it. Is, Come on, Volley, can you at least pay something like 12 bucks an hour to design top sheets for you that look a little bit more attractive?
0: Yeah. The t- yeah. Like, Our, uh,
2: it's even in their, like, their history, they even talk about how they're not the most attractive-looking skis. I'm like, if you know it,
0: like, <laughs> you should change <laughs> something it. Something you can about. do something about it. Yeah, I was just going to mention that um, if you do like stuff you buy from the shop, you can tell us that, too, because... <laughs> pretty much we only hear from the people who have an issue <laughs> yeah which is rare which is rare but but there's very few I mean Google reviews are very kind but uh, outside of that like we hardly ever have somebody come in and just be like you know what I really like my skis or I really mm-hmm. like my boots
2: yeah. yeah yeah let us know please
0: curious okay
1: thanks Chase yep cool all right thanks for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoy the podcast don't forget to subscribe and also share with your friends if you would uh, check out gear30.com, that's dot com for deals on on the best outdoor gear and, and skis available, including the Volet Manti, which we have in stock. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. That's it. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode.
0: See you out there. Woo woo. <laughs> a little slow on it. Applause for us.